0: Previously on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Episode number one of 2019, I want to bring in Eddie Robinson. Happy, happy new year to you. Ended up watching the Tony Tennille Talk Show. This is from 1980. I have a life. I need to attend to that life. My
1: lifelong dream was to go to the Rose Bowl.
0: And I'm rooting for the Huskies simply because I hate Ohio State. Oh, it, it goes
1: back to Eddie George. I used to bet this guy in
0: money that he would never pay me. 43 different posts that we put on iTunes. And we did 66 hours of programming. 2018. What do you do about Antonio Brown? At some point you know he has to have enough respect for his
1: teammates, for the coach, to know that this is a game that could potentially get us into the playoffs. Once the dog bites you do you put him back in the yard and turn your back on him or do you chain him up to the fence and then you try to control him?
0: You almost have to get rid of him unless he shows real contrition.
1: The Rockets are still in position they gotta make one more trade. The team that they have right now can win the championship. It can get them there but I don't think it could win it.
0: Don't disrespect the game like that no coach stood up for that kid no other adult stood up for that kid we believe in change and we're prepared for it with new technique and new approaches and as for our part we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region we're getting ready to have a live spectrum what we were trying to say you got to walk home walk home walk home welcome to the sports talk with Devin wade podcast To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at WaysWord. Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to episode 80 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast, and we have a great episode. Episode 80 this time out, and we have a lot to get into, and joining me this episode is uh a frequent partner, uh, one of the special teams unit, and I'll elaborate on that. Eddie Robinson, former NFL linebacker, is in the building, and we're going to talk about some hot topics. We're going to get into the coaching situation. African-American coaches around the NFL, it was truly a Black Monday after the conclusion of the regular season, and uh, we'll talk about that. Is that a trend, or is that something that uh, is just an anomaly, and we'll see, continue to see Quality head African American coaches get jobs around this league. In addition to that, we'll talk about the NFC and AFC championships. And you know, of course, if you listen for any length of time, you know that Eddie has a vested interest, being a New Orleans. Who that? Who that? New Orleans say they're gonna New beat Orleanian? them Saints. Who yeah. that? So who that? We'll we'll get his predictions, <laughs> and we'll get you all geared up for the championship weekend for NFL championship weekend, and we'll do a postmortem on the Cowboys and uh, and really the Texans or whoever else. I mean, although their season's been over a couple of weeks ago, we probably won't get too much into that. And then we have a couple of segments for you in the second half of the show, not the least of which is the Lamont Award, and Lamont was a. Big dummy. Uh, we have that coming up, and we'll have some balling or falling or shame, 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 or charge it to the game. But with that, let's bring in Eddie for a segment that we call Brand New. What's brand new with you, Ed?
1: Well, brand new, man. I'm still into sports. Right now, I'm following women's tennis. You know, I'm trying to see if Serena. Already? Gonna... Yeah, I said, see, that. That's why you don't have followers in Australia. The Australia oh, Open has yeah. already That's started, how we'll go. and also the Tour Down Under. The Tour Down Under, I know you don't know. No, I
0: know. What's I, the Tour Down I, Under? You talking about the Australian Open? No,
1: it's two different things. The Australian Open is the tennis match. The Tour Down Under is the first UCI cycling race of the season, where you have okay. Peter Sagan. Now going I've heard for, of the thunder from Down of, Under a victory. So. But now you, I like anyway. Like, the thunder from down on. Let me you get know to the tennis is. match. So Serena had on a Serena Tard. Did you see the Serena Tard? I did not. Man, you, they played
0: three in the morning. But well, that's see. okay.
1: That's, everything is taped these days. You can yeah. even watch the Serena Tard. It was. I mean, it, I can't even describe it what it was. But it was just a unique leotard that she played this tennis match in. And of course, you know she's still doing well winning. But she's trying to get to the you know the most majors in the history of tennis. Margaret so Court holds yeah. an
0: Australian right holds that record. See, how, come how on, did you man? know that?
1: Good, I know things. man that, that Google is quick I, man no, you are so tennis. fast with no, your no, fingers no, so but now I'm getting I'm starting to get into like I love the springtime Cause springtime is the cycling classics, and so it's just it's just that season where you get into January and February. You got the Belgium races, the cycle cross, and the UCI. It's, it's just a great time of year. I can see why. Formula you got to Formula One starts in March March seventeenth, so I, I can't wait. They're starting to do the early testing. What did
0: I just tell you? You can't do Formula One and <laughs> cycling in the same. But episode. that's what I'm
1: watching. Like the spring, and then I'm born in the spring, so it's just it's just my favorite time. I can't wait. Like, once Christmas is over with and New Year's, it's like, man, let's get into February and March.
0: This gives me insight into you as an individual and how I know. This is why you made it to the NFL. Why is that? Because you get on the summer, and you just won't let it go. I'm passionate man, about you, it. this is three or four episodes you have brought you, up cycling. You, you've Nobody got to have, gives a damn about got, cycling. You, I'm
1: just giving them a Look, teaser. They
0: all juice.
1: I'm giving them a teaser. They
0: are, since Greg Lamont, they don't they juice, juice anymore. Everybody juice.
1: Everybody's. But you know what? Speaking, they bloodletting and speaking whatever. Speaking of, I was riding just the other day and it's like. The guys that, you know, it's guys that I've historically beat over the last three years. You know, my Saturday morning, you know, ride where you get right. these old guys with expensive bikes, you know, stuff like that. And this guy, he's just like, he's just he's just hammering in the front. I mean, wind blowing in his face on Almeida. He's powering up the bridge. I'm like, dude, you didn't get that much faster in the year. <laughs> like, what you on? You got to be it, on did something. Did
0: he get faster did you get nah, slower? I, I work hard, man. Mm, on. Well, I mean, hard at the cycle, getting older, man. Those testosterone levels. Yeah, I that's mean, so that's I, true yeah, too I see the commercials. For older guys, and know, now you
1: sound Frank now you sound now you sound like Snoop Dogg. You know you may have some you trouble, but not me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, well,
0: hey, Hims, Hims, hey, if you need to underwrite, Snoop Dogg uh, selling to, everything, man. Yeah, that, he, that's they amazing. Can sell on this, this podcast, we need advertisers. I tell you, hey, maybe you could be the spokesman for him. I, I could <laughs> do what I could do. <laughs> well, for what's new for me, man, I am been toying with the idea for about 36 hours of, of being vegan. I'm not gonna do it. I'm clearly not gonna do it. Obviously, you're not. No, no, it. no. <laughs> and I mean, but if you if you eat vegetables and you still drink, I mean, you're drinking like wheat and barley and corn alcohol. Uh, could that work out? So uh, I, I come in here. I speaking of vegan. I just left a vegan
1: restaurant. Which one? Soul Food, new one right there on uh, Emancipation. Yeah, right around uh You haven't been there. Stop. No, no, no. You haven't been you (laughs) haven't been there. What's the
0: name of it? You said you
1: toying with vegans. Well, I ate
0: vegan for two days. Last
1: two days. This one is called Soul Food. This is across the street from Emancipation Park. And they have this big old thing that's a jackfruit that I haven't heard of. I guess it's South fruit, American You can buy them. Fruit.
0: They're like eighty pounds.
1: Right. They're huge. How'd you know that? I know jackfruit. So you do you like, like you? Things. You amazed me on certain things that I just <laughs> like. I'd have bet a hundred dollars that you wouldn't have known that. <laughs> but this guy had this jackfruit. It tasted just like pulled pork with the barbecue sauce and everything. I just got a sample taste of it. But I'm definitely. I got something else. I'm gonna definitely go back and try that jackfruit. Yeah. Uh, well, I Mr. Had, Vegan, I had
0: soy, a soy chicken sandwich. Now, there's no chicken on it. It was just soy. Okay. But the, the texture was like bacon. Right. And, yeah. of course, I had and See, me, I, I'm
1: a I'm a true vegetarian. I eat a little fish now and then, so I'm kind of a pescatarian. So I enjoy the actual avocados, the mushrooms. I don't right. need the – see, guys like you, you want the the plant food to taste like meat. See, I don't
0: need it as a meat substitute. Well, well initially. Maybe yeah. I can evolve to get to the higher plane of yeah, where you are. Maybe I can get there. I, I don't know. Maybe I get on a bike, too. But, you know, we sort of reverse roles because, you know, I was when you were in the league. I was just talking about you the other day, how people wouldn't believe you. You've lost about 40 pounds of muscle or something like that.
1: About 25 or so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were a big dude, and I was, you know, I was skinnier. I don't know. Do you remember me from? Yeah, 19- you weren't. You weren't mm-hmm. that much
1: skinnier. No, I, I, I was I, a lot I, skinnier. I remember you I, back I, then.
0: I played safety when I played ball. And actually, it was uh,
1: Pam Oliver used to be our, our beat reporter. She was there.
0: Yeah, Pam Oliver. Pam
1: was there. She. That's when 92, 93, they, you know, they never allowed women in the locker room, right? And so Pam Oliver was actually one of the first women that actually came into an NFL locker room. I
0: remember, it was which was up. like a
1: big, you know. I remember Chris Dishman like, man, where they gonna be at
0: next? Yeah, they'll be in the meeting room, so. I heard know, some horror stories. It was some horror. I was going. Let's stop it. So anyway, to the first <laughs> segment. <laughs> I mean, we've grown. You talk about toxic masculinity. Yeah. There was a lot. Me in too. Movement and everything else. Yeah, but, was, but back then, when yeah. the women first came in the
1: NFL locker rooms, you had you know the guys accidentally dropping the towels. No, yeah, yeah. I remember. It, was. it took it took a little bit of getting used
0: to. I know I couldn't tell stories about something. because I was in there. Right. I remember a couple couple few. Well, I don't want to get into, but a couple of female reporters were asked to leave. Right. Step out and wait. Don't know what that was about. Yeah, it, it was. It was a different, thing. different day and
1: age. Different yeah, day yeah, and age. yeah. So
0: yeah, so yeah. That, I've been doing that, and so yeah. You know what? I can see, but I grew up. You know, you grow up, and dinner's not dinner unless you have a meat. Yeah. I tell
1: I tell my dad that all the time. Like you can but actually get that's
0: generational, man. It's generational,
1: but you can get you can have your collard greens, your black eyed peas. And and, then and, what? And, and and macaroni and cheese with cornbread so, man s- you're nah, good nah,
0: nah. so you eat, if you're gonna go vegetarian you gotta go all the way jackfruit you can't go no, well you i'm can. just gonna eat you, greens you can, and you black can, eye you peas. can go
1: to a soul food place and get trust me you're gonna get okay, just okay. you're gonna get just as much grease and butter no fat back as, in the greens. uh see i'm not a teetotaler so when i eat my red <laughs> beans i just pick out the the, the pork okay. and the sausage you know i'm I'm not doing it to the point where I can't taste a little bit of beef in my broth and stuff like that. So
0: yeah, well, hey, with that, let's get into some headlines. And essentially, we're not gonna necessarily do headlines more. So we'll do a hot topic. Want to get into really Black Monday when all the African American coaches, Marv Lewis, Cincinnati, record this year six and ten, but overall one thirty one. 122 and 3 for a career. Steve Wilkes got one year in Arizona mm-hmm. and he was three and thirteen. And and there were a lot of things behind the scenes that didn't go well. Vance Joseph, two years. He was eleven and twenty-one. Todd Bowles, he got four years. He was uh four and twelve this season, twenty-six and forty-one. And Hugh Jackson was the was the other one. And, of course, we all know and we've talked about ad nauseum uh, what happened in Cleveland. Right. Uh, you know, your thoughts on that? Because you look at these things and you were hearing names. And I think you, you and I talked about some of the coaches that were being interviewed uh, during this process. It was uh, uh, Jim Caldwell former Indianapolis Colts, Detroit Lions head coach. Eric Bieniemy was a guy. Right. We thought Chris Rashard, Cowboys defensive coordinator, might get a shot. Uh, there was a, one or two other guys that we... And actually,
1: Vance Joseph interviewed for a couple of other spots, which it was, you know, you thought he may have been able to just bounce from one job to the next, but of course that
0: didn't happen. Right, so, right. Yeah. And and so, but and not it, there were not only African-American coaches who got fired. Mike McCarthy was fired. Uh, Adam Gates was fired. Uh, Dirk Cutter and... And Tampa was fired as well, and you you want to you want to pull back a little bit and say, well, wait a minute, what are we seeing here? Is this just a strange coincidence? Is this just the, how this year played out? Because well, I think, or I think, is, <clears> it, <throat> is it is it something a little bit more? Think about this. There's been a lot of political things happening from the time that's from Colin Cap- Kaepernick, Kaepernick right. to you know the boycotting to Trump to you know Malcolm Jenkins, all of these things. Is it possible? Is it possible that something like that has had an influence on this or am am I just looking too deeply into this? Well,
1: I think you have to go uh, more than one year. I don't think you can just say, you know, one year we went from six to one because some of those coaches, you know, deservedly had a chance to win. They didn't get it done. NFL is is a win-now business. Uh, Three and 13, you know, Arizona is one of those teams that surprising. it's not surprising because Arizona, they just... Well, that organization, they not organizational a, issues. Right, and so I almost think it was best for him to leave now because it wasn't a good job. You know, the problem that you have is most of the African-American coaches, they wind up having to take the worst job, you know, a la Tony Dungy going to Tampa, and and they don't get a chance to step into a good situation, you know. And so uh, I, I don't i'm I'm gonna say it's just one of those things that kind of happened this year, but it's something that you definitely need to keep an eye on to see if it's a trend because of course, you have the Rooney rule where you're supposed to interview African American coaches. but they're hired coaches so fast that you almost wonder was it just a courtesy interview interview? and, and I think did you a, thing, did yeah. you actually? You know, truly sit down and give a chance, give a guy a chance to uh, to entertain and to actually get the job.
0: Yeah, so. and see, and and that's what I I want to think is just a one year trend that guys like Chris Rashad to get a shot, like Eric B. Enemy, maybe Byron Lethwich. Uh Did you play with him too? By the nah, way, he was
1: younger than I was, a little bit
0: younger right. than you. Okay, but I, you would think that that maybe those guys are the trend heading forward. But I, I think uh, I mean when you see this is where you have my this is where I have issues. Matt Lafleur, who Brian Kitchen, uh, yeah, uh, Brian Kitchen, who goes from running back coach
1: to to
0: to, to off with offensive coordinator, temporary overnight.
1: temporary offensive coordinator, right. straight to and head he coach, me, and right. now
0: you're a head coach, mm-hmm. and and Matt Lafleur was another one. And let me look up these. Things. Well,
1: I think I think one thing that you notice is that. The other guys, meaning the, you know, most of the white guys who get these jobs, they don't have to go through the same rigors that the African American coaches have to go through. First of all, if you're not a player, you're probably not even going to get entertain for a job if you're an African American coach. That
0: well, is, you got Caldwell and it, you had Mike Tomlin, but it's those you. are two of the most noteworthy. Yeah, but
1: most of the guys, well, Lewis didn't play ball. Most of the guys were players, or they or they have a history of playing, or it's, it's something like that. In my opinion, for I don't I don't know if it's a stat, but that's just what it seems like. But a lot of other guys, they can kind of come through the ranks, and it's how fast they get to the ranks. Like you, you be like, for example, Jim Schwartz. You know, he was with me in Tennessee and when uh, Greg Williams left, I mean, he moved up to from quality control guy to being a position coach. Most people stay at quality control, maybe special teams, then get to position. It takes three or four years to get there. So he jumped to position coach, and then all of a sudden the next year, they had Gunther Cunningham, who moved to the linebacker coach. He moves to defensive coordinator in his second year. That's unheard of to be a position coach one year. Now you're defensive coordinator. Now him and Jeff Fisher bonded, so Jeff Fisher appointed him as defensive coordinator. I'm gonna kind of look over your stuff like that. A couple years later, he's a head coach in Detroit. Right, it's unheard of. This guy was, and not to say anything about Swartz, he's a good coach, but it's the opportunity that he was able to to even he to, for him to even get that opportunity. Most African Americans don't get a chance to move up the ladder that fast. You well,
0: and, and and I know the the exception to that was was Mike Tomlin. Right. Tomlin was a position coach. Got the and really went in and wild them in the interview process, and which is why they have the Rooney Rule right. because if I don't even get the interview for the
1: job, you don't know how good I am. And even if I don't get that job, you would like to think that the GM would say, "Hey, man, this guy was really He's good in on the interview. Radar. This is the guy I'll, that maybe we should." Da da da. Now, part of it is the whole interview process. I mean, you got to think is you're being hired by billionaires, so you have to have a older old, Caucasian traditional yeah right long money as they say old money <laughs> stuff like that and so you have to go in there you have to present yourself like you're going to be the president of a corporation not just you know to back in my mouth I'm the old ball coach it, but you that's so. kind
0: of the trend that's that hadn't always been the no way because again you look at uh, Rex Ryan and his brother Rob got a bunch of interviews and he looked like he was a pirate or something yeah exactly but, but now, now African American
1: African American coaches, you have to go in there, clean shaven, looking the part, acting the part, talking the part. You always have to be a step better and a step above. I mean, that's just how society is. It has been that way, and it hasn't changed quite yet. Now, yeah, the the new coach of Detroit, you can go in there with your hat turned back, with the big beard, spitting out tobacco, but you came from and the they Belichick
0: get you over. you you're in the Belichick tree, and you get a chance to be the head coach. Well, that's you know, Bill O'Brien too, who, right? Who, but yeah. I will say he has some success in turning around. But Penn but State. he was at Penn State and. He he was yeah. a clean cut, so he, right, he
1: kind of right, paid right, his dues. I don't have a problem with him being a head coach. Right. To me, I think anybody should get an opportunity. I mean, head, well, yeah, no, a head so, coaching is, okay. a, is a tough is a tough business. It's one of those things where you got to go to the right situation, push the right mm-hmm. buttons. Yeah, you could be a good head coach and the things just don't but work there, out. But there are a couple but, of
0: specific examples that make me kind of scratch my head. One, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury was 19-35 in the Big 12. 35-40 and for for a career at Texas Tech. Fired. Hired as an OC at USC. Five weeks later, you're a
1: head coach in Arizona? Well, to me, I'm not going to spend time trying to debate who shouldn't be a head coach. I'm just going to spend my time – arguing for the guys who should you understand so right. I don't care I about hire Kingsbury but you know what hire bien too because bien has played in the NFL he's been coaching under Andy Reid he's he's paid his dues it's time for him to be a head coach and so I, I think we're kind of looking at it the wrong way whoever you want to hire who's not qualified that's fine but hire some qualified guys and give them good jobs like the Green Bay job is probably one of the best jobs in the NFL first of all it's Green Bay great passionate city and you have aaron Rodgers, a super bowl mvp and a league mvp well you know here's so the odd that, thing. that's a job that
0: we don't get those type of jobs but here's the odd thing about that this. this is the rare year where there are a lot of quote-unquote good jobs because if you think about the right. jets with sam Darnold, you know a guy yeah, if you, that have you have you an think, up-and-coming young right. quarterback you think yeah, about uh cincinnati a team where you have if you you, you don't you've not they're playoff. they playoff
1: caliber. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. you don't. They're they're right there. Yeah, right.
0: your quarterback went down, but you have great defense. Receiver, wide parts. receiver. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. yeah an elite uh, number one receiver. Uh, you look at uh, what uh, you have Tampa, which was a good job. Uh, if, well, depending on what you think of Jameis Winston. Right. Yeah. And, but, buying
1: buying or selling.
0: Right? Yeah, and, and actually, I don't know that Green Bay is one of the best jobs. Cleveland oh, I, may be one, the yeah, best I, job.
1: Yeah, I think Cleveland and Green Bay are both Green good jobs.
0: Green Bay, I don't know because Aaron Rodgers, how many years you think? Nah, Aaron Rodgers, he trust has, these, these guys poker? playing until
1: 40, 42 years old. He has <laughs> at least five good years but
0: left. The other, the other coach, and again, if you don't want to talk about who shouldn't have got a job, the head scratcher. The other head scratcher was Matt Lafleur. He came from Tennessee uh, as T- Tennessee's offensive coordinator. I don't, not, I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but, I, mean, but, I don't, I don't want to say this. But I don't care about that. Let him. No, I need to hire who you want to hire, but just make but, sure
1: you hire some African American guys who are qualified. But I'm
0: going to put this out there. He had the 27th ranked scoring offense at Tennessee. So, and and I think that that's important. The 25th in ranked. In total yard with 312 yards per game, passing offense. 20, Too many stats. I don't 29? care about that. I you, don't care about don't, that. But right. there's a lot of people, we have thousands of people. <laughs> I don't care so, about that. But that's important because because <laughs> what this guy? What is it about him that he gets that marquee Green Bay job?
1: I don't care. Well, again, but I care uh, that the enemy didn't. See what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not focusing on who got the job. I want to know why these other guys didn't get it. Like I said, I, I, I can, I can Gordon, talk – like if you're a billionaire, I can't tell you who to hire. You're right. So once you hire this guy, all I'm going to point out is who you should have hired. So when you fire him, so, give the enemy like said, the next shot. Okay,
0: but <laughs> under your theory, right I guess you're not going to talk about all the horrible quarterbacks that got jobs over Colin Kaepernick. No, because – The Josh Johnson. because well, that's, that's the obvious. It's like I
1: can't I'm, – okay. I'm spending all my time – obviously you – you're gonna put those guys in there, you know they're not good. But all I can do is fight for Colin and talk about what his record is and why he deserves another chance. You understand? Okay. So that's well, that's how I look at life. I'm not gonna sit up here and talk negatives. I'm gonna just accentuate the positives and the and the common sense things. Man, you, know?
0: you you sound like an NFL guy throwing through you a <laughs> guy. <laughs> so, so what does it, that mean? <laughs> so in wrapping up this, in wrapping up this thing, so we don't we shouldn't necessarily worry about one year. We should look at nah, how many years. years. How many before we develop I think a trend? I think
1: you look at this year and two more. If we're sitting at one and two more years, because that's when about the next cycle is going to come, right? You, you should have some guys who already are hired, who are there, who are about to get fired, and some of these six guys who just got hired. After two years or that third year, they should be fired. Getting fired too, because the NFL is like two years if you're not doing good, then you out of there. All right, so you right. Oh,
0: some, and you know and All, and all six
1: of these guys won't do good right away. So and I will so, say
0: this: It was one coach that I forgot the coach of the year. By the way. Uh, Anthony Lynn. That's the second African American coach. So let me stand correct. I don't know how that was. Yeah, San mind. Diego. He uh, made the playoffs than, too. Yeah. Other than right. the, that embarrassing performance uh, uh, over the weekend, uh, which I had them going to the AFC I know. Championship. And because it, if you go back to the last episode yeah, I that I was on, I and you do not
1: bet against Brady at home, yeah, you owe, you owe, the, you owe me a vegan dinner. Matter of fact, I yeah. told you. Yeah. That. Yeah,
0: let's do that. <laughs> Jackfruit on me. Jackfruit man. on yeah. you. <laughs> so let's talk about last weekend. Uh, Some amazing football, some amazing developments. I think the most impressive thing, and I hate to admit it, man, Bill Belichick, he's the GOAT, man. He's the greatest of all time, even more so than Brady. I don't think Brady might have completed. And I I didn't watch the whole game because after he got away, I was so discouraged I started watching the Cornhole Championship. (laughs) I just turned to anything. I just couldn't watch it. I don't think he completed more more than one or two points passes thrown in the air over 15 yards. And they just totally – and Sonny Michelle, they came in and did what I don't think people thought they could do. I mean, just really ground and pound and be dominant on the offensive side of football. And I thought that the L.A. Chargers didn't get out to a, a horrible Start. They matched them with the first touchdown. Right. They just couldn't keep up. And then once you go down fourteen or twenty one on the road, yeah, you start now. Now yeah. you're pressing. Now right. it looks like oh, this is over. And now. You get
1: you get that self doubt, and the playoffs is all about getting going and especially when you're on the road. When you're the home team, like the Saints fell down 14-0, but you're the home team. The fans are still cheering. That you're still felt excited. Too, yeah, you, feel, you were nervous, but you still felt like, you know, we can get back. If we tied up by halftime, we have a chance. When you're on the road and you're down 14-0, it's like, man, what are we, about, what are we, what are we doing on Monday? Where, where are we going to play golf at? <laughs> we ain't coming yeah. back. And so I think you have that little sense of hesitation and doubt, and I think that's what set in with the Chargers. But, I mean, part of it is, I mean, the Patriots are just really good at home. They're good in the play they get the bye week
0: and and i think it's but they beat them in a way that you, new england not normally beat teams you don't you yeah know, they're, they're usually not as physical, physical like right. that
1: yeah and and san diego kind of came in with that little chip on the shoulders we're kind of tough we're we're kind of somewhat bullies but hey sometimes the bullies get bullied they travel to the east coast it didn't happen so. but anthony
0: lynn i think, coach of the year and congratulations to him and I what a huge omission Uh, by not mentioning him as one of the African-American coaches.
1: Yeah, but you still, at at some point, Phillip Rivers has to do better in the playoffs.
0: I mean... But you can't can you they end up quarterback up gets the credit points. the quarterback gets the blame right? not for what, what Yeah but New you England put did. up 28
1: points after the game was decided I know but when Brady scored you had to score Yeah, I mean you to me I looked at the game I probably looked at the whole first half pretty intently and to me he just wasn't making the big throw he seemed a little bit off and, you, remember and you,
0: early on Mike Williams dropped the pass He had a couple passes yeah but yeah. and so
1: but I think at times you have to realize what the type of game it is and I don't know if that's play calling whatever because be patient. Take the five-yard crossing yeah, was To me, I thought he he pressed too much. Every time I look back, he's rearing back trying to go deep. And it's like, take the five-yard out. Take the 10-yard crossing But no, route. let
0: me tell you what did this. And this is the, the trend that I thought happened all weekend long. This and and I talked about this on the last briefcast. For all we talked about of, of these wide open offenses and the game changing. Oh, they got physical and they started was running the football. The time football. of possession, and I thought the time yep. of possession for New England did more to take uh, the charges out of their game than anything, because when you have to wait 15, 20 minutes uh, in real time right, to, to get, get the back ball on, back, right. and it's already kind of cold and, and, out, and, and it's, it's not rhythm. and it's
1: not so much that you're waiting offensively what happens is the defense is waiting and they're getting charged up and they're ready to play. Right. Because with defense, if you can rest 10, 12 minutes real time or even six minutes football time and then come back and play three hard plays and then take a break, when you come back out, you can go three hard plays full speed. Right. And so I think what happens is once – that it's kind of like the offense-defense. If, if we can have a long drive and you can get a three and out, man, it really wears down that defense on the other team. Yeah, but so. they
0: kept the pressure because I thought – if you go back to the wild card weekend, what the Colts did against the Texans, that was um, – that I mean, essentially, they just disarmed them by having the football and just bang, bang, bang over a long period of time, really in clock time and in real time having – uh, time of possession so again and with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs doing that to the Colts in the divisional round that was the only game that really uh, were you surprised at all about by that game no I expected Kansas City to win that game I think I think
1: this is one of the few years where you know the one and two seeds are actually playing and very seldom do the best four teams actually make it to the conference championship game so whoever wins the Super Bowl this year you will have earned it because you will have had to beat the best teams who were the good teams from week one to week 16. And usually it's always one wild card team or one team that slips by, like Minnesota slipped by the Saints last year, so they wind up playing Philly, but they probably wasn't the second best team in the NFC. So Philly kind of, you know, you take advantage when you have those opportunities. So, and this year I think is great because those divisional games were good and then also these conference championship games are going to be the four best teams who were the four best teams throughout the whole year.
0: And that doesn't happen very often. Well, we talked about the AFC. Let's talk about the NFC. And really my j- most joyous part of the weekend. Oh, uh, the Saints? You love the Saints? No, 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 no. I mean, okay. I kind of assumed the Saints. you killing me. I was on the Saints. I thought the Saints. They, I mean, after they decimated this team, what, a month ago? Five weeks ago? No, but I knew it would be a lot harder I mean, than yeah, that. playoffs are going to yeah. be a lot harder. Right. New quarterback. Uh, Wentz played the first time. It mm-hmm. was the second time. So I, I kind of penciled them in. I mean, to me, again, I picked them in August. Yeah, you can't. It's I, I, the game went about how I thought it would. I didn't think the Saints would and, fall and we're behind fourteen uh, yeah, zero get into this, but All let right. me let me get into the Cowboys first. My my, let me get into my joy. The
1: joy you you and I, Stephen I, A. I mean, Smith.
0: They <laughs> brought me joy, and and again they did it in a way that you didn't anticipate. You anticipated Jared Goff getting off to a great start doing yeah. what he does, but in, instead that Dallas Cowboy defense got mauled. They were not. They weren't. Even though the score was not that bad. In the end, it just felt like Dallas just got dominated yeah nobody nobody
1: saw. I mean, it was really the offensive line. I mean, Gurley, usually it's like Gurley making a great run. He makes three people miss. And you say, wow, the running back made a great play. This time it was just like downhill football, and they were just knocking the Cowboys off the line, which you didn't expect that to happen. And C.J. Anderson, I mean, he would run 10, 12 yards before he was getting touched. Right, And 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 so that that was surprising that they were able to control the clock in the running game like they did.
0: And and this is what I said about C.J. Anderson. I said a couple things on Twitter that one he made they the cowboys made CJ Anderson look like OJ Anderson oh, yeah. in the Super Bowl and the other thing is he looks like a guy uh, that in August in September, he's irrelevant, but by the time you get to December and January, he's <laughs> invaluable because what he was able to do with that physicality and just wear not I, I
1: don't think it was him. I thought
0: it was more the offensive they line. They didn't want to tackle him. I can now, tell you I, that I, after I think, a little while.
1: Yeah, but I think the offensive line did a great job. I mean, the holes were there. I mean, he's the type of guy, like I'm not expecting that against the Saints. It would surprise me if he has that type of success. Because I, I I just feel like the Saints have put more emphasis on stopping the running game. That's how they beat the Rams the first time. You have to stop Gurley on first and second down. Of course, you can't give up the. But big, now
0: you got to think about C.J. Anderson too. Yeah, but that, the, but, but that but but that to
1: me that goes. I trust me. If whenever C.J. Anderson touches the football, I think the Saints are happy that that's one less carry that you have to stop Gurley. You know, when you be I played against when, when I boy. played against the Bus, you know, yeah, he would make a big run, but he couldn't go eighty yards. Even if he made a big run, you tackle him after twenty. You try to stop him making him kick a field goal. C.J. Anderson's not a game breaker, where Todd Gurley is a game breaker. Now, C.J. Anderson can control and dominate the game, but he's not going to run for fifty yards on one play. And,
0: and Gurley, but not in his. Uh, Gurley Girlie makes you scared either.
1: because Gurley can make one person miss yeah, but and nobody's going to catch him. Yeah,
0: he's banged up with the knee
1: a little bit. And see, that's why I think people are kind of missing that because this is the playoffs. You would not play C.J. Anderson that much right. unless yeah, Gurley was, was really up. hurt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think Gurley is hurt more than what they're really saying. Like, I don't know if he's on the limit of how many carries well, he, he can got, get.
0: He did work when he was in there. Yeah,
1: end. yeah. And, and so, I mean, but C.J., I mean, he came on, I mean, from a coach, you like, I know they're looking like, man, we got this guy. He's, you know, he's he's ready at the right time. And so in the playoffs, it's all about the team that can get hot and make plays at this time of year. A la Eli Manning, like the worst regular season quarterback, but the best in the playoffs. Right, <laughs> he, right. he probably has the biggest difference of how right, I play right. in the regular season and how I've performed in the playoffs. So, yeah.
0: Now let's get to yours, Saints Again, you were there. I was there.
1: And that's your team. Superdome was loud. That and, that and, that, that, meter, that sound meter was hitting 126 and 127. And that's and how now you, know. you
0: How were you contributing to that?
1: Oh, yeah. I, and it's, it's, usually I'm just kind of cool. I'm watching the game. I'm analyzing. But I was actually with the, oh, because it was uh-huh. like, it was infectious, and I think, you know, we have we have the one drunk guy that sits right across the road from us. So, of course, when it was down 14-0, you MF, y'all better get ready to play. This is BS, BS, F-all, y'all. So we like, hey, man, cool out. Of course, there you go, Drew Brees. Such that. So he he jumped back on the bandwagon. But I didn't see a lot of people panicking because I think the Saints it felt, felt like, like it from one on more score, I think they would have panicked. But The, but, 20, the 21-0 would have kind of – put it there but at 14-0 and the interception it kind of it happened right when it was supposed to but
0: what what felt like panic was the the fake punt which changed the game It, it it changed everything would yeah, you I, have I done would, it? I know I wouldn't have, cause I, 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 cause I, have, I was, I was talking to my either. dad. He said, "I wouldn't have done it." Think they're gonna go
1: for us, said, now nah, you got to punt that. You can't, you, you can't.
0: So yo, had, you had the discussion in real time.
1: Oh, in real time. Then I was like, "Oh, it's a fake." I was like, "Whoo, great place!" But had he not got it, then I'd have, I'd have been on Sean Payton hard. That's why he's the head coach. He make the big money. Well, you know, so, his but biggest this is the moment. playoffs. You gotta, you gotta shoot your bullets in the playoffs. You can't, you can't save it. You can't be afraid. You gotta coach. With that, with that type but of gusto if he and bravado.
0: Convert that he
1: looks real dumb. Well, you're game hoping you because they get
0: the ball at the thirty yard yeah, line. Yeah, but you're game hoping over.
1: you're hoping that you hold him to a field goal, and you still got Drew Brees and a whole another half of football. So if you're gonna try it, you try it early when you have a chance to recover from it. But you, you try, just
0: said if you're gonna have three scores.
1: Yeah, twenty one would have been a lot. You know, it would have been a lot, and so I mean, but the but defense his stepped
0: career up. essentially will go down to. Oh, the, the onside, onside kick. kick. Yeah, I was and, there. And, I was, I was and, there. The onside kick again. So you against, saw Prince. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't. Well, we weren't at that Did one. Did I, I see? It was remember.
1: Prince there? I, I. didn't remember Prince. Yeah. I mean, I was. I was into the game. You don't remember Prince? I don't remember. Come on, I've man. never been. A, I'm a Michael Jackson fan. He's a great entertainer. Well, I'm entertainer. Mike, too. I'm yeah. Mike. But yeah, I take Mike over Prince anytime.
0: Any yeah. Speaking of which, I know that they, they did the R. Kelly thing and R. Kelly, whatever. They out, said, oh, that, How you going go no, 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 to go from who that's to R. Kelly? Up. That's what we do. You you brought it up. I right. didn't bring it up. Well, we brought up Prince. And now you you brought up Mike. You cannot
1: you cannot go Prince to Mike to, to R. R. Kelly. Yeah. And the reason why I did that, that's, that. is because
0: they said that they have this some sort of documentary coming out about Mike. And I am not having that. I, I, okay, okay. Yeah, sleeping dogs got a lot. No, right. You, you can't go in on Mike. I'm have to protest on Mike. Yeah, you got to yeah, leave yeah. Mike alone. I, I, that's just on my mind. So he, I He's to... he's the greatest entertainer of our generation. Yeah, yeah. Well, of all time. I mean, anybody better? Oh, James Brown. No, nah. James, James. James Brown, man, come I mean,
1: on. It, I never saw nobody throwing their panties on the stage for Michael Jackson. James people, Brown had the panties being thrown. If they, if, and James Uncle Brown Luke
0: had panties being thrown on him. That's totally to different.
1: And James Brown, back in the segregation era, he had the little white girls throwing panties
0: on the stage. No, I want no white people. <laughs> James Brown constantly. Are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: James, oh whoa 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 whoa! James Brown was a social activist.
0: Yeah, for black people. No, yeah. but during
1: but during segregation,
0: denied MLK got killed. Right, I but during during segregation,
1: he wouldn't perform unless they would allow the black folks to come. The white folks love James Brown. Are you
0: kidding yeah, me? Well, he's the Godfather, so, so not the Godfather pop.
1: Nah, nah. But, but anyway, but you said greatest entertainer. All big the moves all of the moves, the all of the moves that Michael Jackson learned was from I, James Brown. I get it. Look at it. The throw the. I know, You back. can't
0: deny he was the hardest. I mean, James Brown was cold. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm just not the biggest James Brown fan. How can fan you not be a big Because it, Go watch the movie, man. Go I, watch I the know movie. all about James. I, the Friday Express, man. You need to listen sometimes. I listen to the Friday Express. It, we can get into that discussion differently. But, I mean, give him his props. Godfather soul. Give him his prop. However, nah, Mike, it's Mike. It's Mike. That, ever, hey, ever.
1: I, I think it's a one it's A. Mike. It's a one A and a one B. Nah. They they both number one. They right there.
0: Man, look, I met James Brown right across the way here. Come on, dynamite little... soul,
1: James Brown, Augusta G A. James <laughs> Brown for 15 minutes. I don't know. a nice word he said. <laughs> you don't have no said. You don't have He said, well, you know, that like, "Hey, give him jump one. <laughs> hey, <laughs> That's how you know. Nah, the band new. It's,
0: it's all love for James Brown, but he ain't here. I mean, couldn't have been a Michael Jackson without James Brown. Exactly. He's the precursor. It just like you couldn't have been a Drake without Soldier Boy, apparently. Now, hold yeah, on. I don't know if you Jack, know that Jack reference. Yeah, Drake too. and
1: Soulja Boy. Yeah, you got to know. Are you, you kidding me? Know. You Is Soldier
0: watch... Boy even relevant? You got to know the reference. It's so from it was, an interview but, from yesterday. Oh,
1: the new podcast. I, I was yeah, just yeah, listening yeah. to that on the way yeah, here. He talking yeah, about yeah. he had a comeback in 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even know you put something jump. out of
0: 2018. <laughs> All right. They have to acquaint me. With soldier boy music, I don't even know the reference, but I knew about the controversy. So in other words, Black Twitter is awesome. In,
1: in other words, you just a headline guy. That's what I'm starting. To, if I just, cause when I scratch the surface and get into it, you really don't know other than the I headline.
0: Told you want about jackfruit than you knew. Nah, about you probably saw it on the headline somewhere. So let's get down <laughs> to our predictions. Okay, so now these are both rematches in the AFC and the NFC championship. Who you got? Are you gonna stick to your guns with New England? New England on the road. That that's a tough one. If that was at home it'll be easy. But I'm gonna have
1: to go with And it's gonna be cold, yeah.
0: cold, 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 cold. I think I'm
1: gonna have to go with the young guy. I'm 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 gonna go with, with Mahomes. I think Mahomes has been prepared for this moment and his dad used to have him Catching infield ground balls with Derek Jeter and those right. guys when he was with the Yankees and stuff like that. So I don't think the big stage is going to bother this kid at all. And I and I think the running back, the kid, the, Damian Williams, Damian Williams is the X factor. I mean, you know, I had all of the or Chiefs Damian in my Williams, fantasy, Damian. all of my Chiefs in fantasy football. All right. So once they, once they. You know, kind of broke the team and cut rid of the the what's the Kareem, other name? Huh? Kareem. Once hey, Kareem left, him. then they had that week where they were trying to find themselves. But they had a stockpile of running backs, and of course, BNME enemy coaches the running backs. And so, uh, I think Kansas City can get it done. And I think the the, the 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 game. I think the score in that game will be a little bit higher than people think, even with the cold weather. I think both teams are going to move the ball and they're going to put points it's on. It's going to be
0: really cold because if it's going to be 31 here, it's going to be in the teens. Yeah, yeah, but you
1: get used to it. You get used you know, to well, it. playing am, playing I'm in the playing teams cold. is 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 part of it. You know.
0: Yeah, that's really cold. Though. That's. But you have two. Cincinnati, you have, Diego cold. You Not have two, quite. You have two cold
1: weather teams. I don't Darn. think as long as you're in the 20s, you're okay. You got to get down to the teams. I think the Kansas City. I think they win by ten. I think I'm giving them like thirty-eight to twenty-four. Wait a minute, say again. So Wait they, a minute. They win by ten. No, you say who? Is- Kansas City? But you
0: didn't say that last week. Kansas City the last Chiefs. Episode. I said
1: you don't bet on Brady at home. Go back no, and rewind you it. Said, no. You don't bet on Brady no. at home. Uh, okay. This so is on the road. This is what we
0: said. This is what, no, you, this said. Is what you
1: said. Don't put no, words no, in no, my mouth.
0: Because no, I don't like New England. And you don't even – you said Correct. that. Correct. What you said is I gave you the New England Patriots of the field and you took the Patriots. You said, I think they can, they're they going to win at home, and and I'm taking Brady in one game on the road to go to the Super Bowl. That's exactly what uh, you said. You, you, have,
1: you have to play that back.
0: Oh, you need to listen <laughs> yeah, to your own Yeah, club, you have okay. to play that back for me, all right? Th- that's exactly what you said. You said, because uh, I gave you a choice, Patriots or the field, you took the Patriots.
1: All right, well, it's the same thing with the wall.
0: First, we gonna the Mexicans going <laughs> to build the wall. Then we're going <laughs> to pay for
1: the wall. First, it, it was collusion, co- collusion. I collusion. I mean, then it was I didn't have collusion. Just everybody else had. That collusion right, right. so maybe there was collusion i can change my mind
0: All right? okay so but but actually i agree with what you're saying now although man after seeing what belichick did and i really hesitate this is one you really don't know because belichick it was so impressive what he did to a team that was really hot playing right. really well who had gotten a road win i do think it hurt them to go by coastal Two weeks in a row. Yeah, they should have stayed out there. Yeah, but again, you know, you lose your division, so you don't get that. Or you think you should? They should have stayed. They they shouldn't
1: have came back. They should have. And I don't know if they did or not, but I know the Seattle Seahawks did that once before when they were that wild card team. You got, you got to anticipate that we're going to win and stay a whole nother week. You just, you just got to do it because that going back and forth, you just can't, you can't take that chance. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I don't know the situation. The
0: other part I don't like is they started both of those games at ten a.m. California time, time yeah, and, and that was that was not good. But I, you know, it's hard to uh, go against Belichick. But I'm—he's <laughs> gonna I, meet. I he, he road, will
1: meet his match with Andy Reid. So just like Belichick is gonna show something new on defense, I can guarantee you Andy Reid will show something new on offense that you haven't seen. He has a plethora of running options. Like, I just love the way he can move the ball around to all of his different players. And the good thing is everything looks exactly the same. It's a fake, a fake, and then all of a sudden, right, kid running out the sides. It's, it's total misdirection and confusion. You got the confusion. end around Yeah, I, and now the, the key is, Can New England be physical and control the clock and keep Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs offense on the sideline? Of course, that's the recipe for Brady winning the game and then complete the short, quick third down plays and just keep the clock moving and methodical like that. Well, I
0: asked your former teammate, Heywood Jefferson, we talked about, to me, the formula is getting a four man rush on again on the, on the Patriots, not blitzing, absolutely, and pressing and getting real physical with those undersized receivers. Yep. and it, like, he said hey, it's easier said than done. And and obviously so. Uh, but
1: but the, the four man rush is the big the teams the Giants the you know the right. teams that have given Brady trouble are the team that has gotten his face with the pass rush yeah, without having with a blitz. Yeah, just a four man rush, right. no
0: blitzing. And, and you know what? And I'll say this: It's been since two thousand six since the Patriots have won a road playoff game we'll put it like this
1: is and we're gonna go to the nfc is as confident as i am i'm I, if i had to bet on which team would win at home no points i would go with kansas city if i before i go over the saints now the team that i want to win the whole thing out of everybody my heart is 100 pulling from the saints but i'm more nervous about the saints and the rams being the saints fan although i think the saints will win at home i think the x factor of Gurley, the way the rams blocked last time and McVay, if he's learned and then matured as an offensive coach, when he came into the Superdome last time, it was I have to outscore Drew Brees by 10 points. Now he's starting to realize I only had to win by one point. Right. And, well, it, yeah, and, and, and if he controls the clock but and keeps Drew Brees on the sideline, AFC. they'll be better off. Yeah,
0: let me finish up the AFC quick. I'm going to agree with you. If there's a significant point margin – uh, versus in, in this game, it'll be Kansas City winning big. Yeah, they went win by 10. So, I already
1: told you that. Yeah, well, We already what, done. What, 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 what said, else we I doing? No, but I was right last pick. week. Man, people, they want to hear what I have to say. But you said you agree with me already. Well,
0: but I want to elaborate mm-hmm. on okay. why. All right. So now we can go to the So, you, so you stopped the whole show just to <laughs> See, say soon that? I can make sure that it's, um, mm-hmm. as a matter of record, I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. So you, so you so you're
1: like a woman if we on the telephone and, and I say I gotta I'm go. You like nah, I ain't got You ain't gotta go. Why you getting on the phone with? Then she say, Well, then all right, baby, I gotta go. You you just want to be the one to hang up the phone first. <laughs>
0: nah, I could go a lot of different ways with that announcement. <laughs> anyway, but let's go to right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, <laughs> so. Like I started talking
1: about the, <laughs> the NFC before you rudely interrupted with that one last comment. Uh, I, I have think questions the, for you on that. The the Rams kind of worry me just because they are a very good team. I think they're gonna. They've learned their lesson because they know what, what what Michael Thomas can do. And if you're smart, you're either gonna double him and take him out the game and make somebody else beat you offensively. Now you have Kamara. We have other weapons, but I don't know if the Saints are full speed offensively as far as running the football. We have the the, the big guy kept getting the holding penalty has a broken the broken hand and. And Armstead, he's a little, you know, banged up, too. So uh, I think the Saints may have some issues running the football as good as they did last time when they played the Rams, which was how they took control of the game. We would have an eight-minute drive offensively, Even score a, a touchdown. The, game. the Rams would come back with a minute and 30-second drive. And so I think now McVay is realizing, you know what, I need to run the football Control the clock and not try to score well, so fast. Well, you say
0: that, but I think they ran the ball as much as they did is because Dallas just su- didn't stop. They, it. they had success. Dallas with it. just didn't have it. Well, I that, think his first inclination is to throw. But let's go back to the Saints. What the Rams defense was able to do is shut down Ezekiel Elliott. Right. If they shut down Kamara and Ingram, can Drew Brees at this point in his career just turn forty on Tuesday? Can he take them all away? If it has to be him, can he do it well, one more it, time?
1: I don't think they they can't get shut down to where they're in 3rd and 9s, 3rd and 10s. If they're shut down to where it's 3rd and four, third and 5 or less, at that point Kamara can run the option routes, Michael Thomas can run the slant, you can hit the tight end, you still have a lot of options. If they get us consistently in the 3rd and long and they double Michael Thomas, then I don't know if we have another receiver who can that make can a play and consistently? Season, yeah, consistently right. you
0: had guys. Uh, inconsistently you had Taquan Smith. Yeah, and really you a, just, diff- a different guy Ted would make Ginn a big had play. A big game? Can he? Well, do it again? now Ted
1: Ginn is a guy. He's the X factor. You know, everybody in the Superdome says he he gives you one big play a game. And it always has to be going through the sideline. Dude doesn't want anything across the middle. But if you can use him correctly, it's a big play out there for Ted again. But then Drew Brees isn't throwing the deep ball like he used to. He has a lot of underthrows. The first play was an underthrow. Could have been a touchdown. It was another one later in the game that was an underthrow. So I think, I think it's going to come down to – a coach making a call you know sean payton you have a heel the you know number seven the backup quarterback i think to me he should get in the game and run the read option more you have to give different looks i think the saints just want to get first downs first downs first downs and the crowd is definitely going to be the x factor if you can get one two or three offside penalties, and plays like that. You know, crowd noise plays where it's a miscommunication. You check to a slant and the guy runs out because he couldn't hear you. I think the crowd is what can kind of tip the thing to the Saints. But
0: I think that Saints-Rams game would be closer than the Patriots-Chiefs game. Yeah, well, like I said, I think – Kamara is the expect even if they cannot run the ball, I think that they can use the short pass the game backfield. and create yeah. mismatches. Ben Watson, a guy in his last season, I think he can make a difference. Ranking, I think stopping the run is going to be a different issue for the Saints. I'm a little bit if I'm concerned about one thing, it's the ability to run the ball and stop the run. Well, in this game. And, but if you look at the Saints, the way their defense is built, they
1: stop the run. There's two ways you can stop the run. You get your seven people who are big, bad, and they kick the other dude's butt, and you stop the run with seven. Or you can stop it with eight. The Saints stop the run by putting extra guys in the box. So as much as ranking will hurt, I think that's not how they stop the run with the big, bad guys. They just put another guy in the box, so the guys have to make the tackle when it's your chance, when your number's call.
0: And so take yourself, divorce yourself from your Saints loyalty. Right. And would you rather see the two oldest quarterbacks in the NFL matchup or the or, two youngest or, or the, the two least experienced the match with the think, two least experienced I think if in I, if I look at
1: any combination that you can have in a Super Bowl it's a good combination so the NFL you got the top 4 teams there's no spoiler team in there that you can say oh they shouldn't even be here no matter if you have if you have Breeze and Brady that's a great matchup if you have Breeze and the young guy from Kansas City it's a great matchup you can flip it the other way you have the young guy from the Rams. and It's, it's a great matchup. You Either have the way. two young guys. It's a great. No matter what two teams make it to the Super Bowl, it's a great Super Bowl. And they have to beat the next best team to get there. So they're going to already be on a high in confidence. So I'm thinking we're going to have two great championship games, and I think you're going to have a great Super Bowl, which is great for the NFL. And, and whoever wins the Super Bowl this year, you have truly earned your Super Bowl ring. It's, you're not going to slide by and get
0: a freebie this year. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I would like – I don't want to see the Patriots go, clearly. But the yeah. matchup that intrigues me the most would be Drew Brees versus Tom Brady, wow. if that makes sense. But I don't want to see that matchup. I would rather see Drew Brees and, Mahomes. and, and Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Yeah. And I've been that saying That amazing. And that the thing, dude is And Andy
1: Reid is the sentimental favorite. Like, of course, I'm, I'm – I don't know that he is a sentimental favorite. No, Andy Reid has to be. Because the Rams are a young team, you figure they can get back there. Drew Brees – Although the most, for although no the most a of the bit. players haven't won, but Drew Brees and he has a ring. Although he, if if he doesn't win, you say well he has a ring. He's he's All he's right. lifted the trophy. Brady, of course, nobody's room for Brady, but Andy Reid is the quarterback. I mean, as as the head coach. You can say that you know he's always almost got there, like he deserves a championship. But then you can say, "Well, Mahomes is such a young guy; he'll have other opportunities." So I think if you look at the four Drew Brees and the Saints are kind of... and then who doesn't like New Orleans? I mean, it's just a great city. I mean, gumbo, praline,
0: you know, know, Acme
1: Oyster House, you know, French Quarter Cafe Dumont. I I could go on and on. I mean, who don't like New Orleans?
0: Yeah, you, yeah, you. You heard me, baby. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do it down there. It's almost Mardi Gras time too, so you know. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to gloat enough on how happy I am that the Cowboys lost, and I already somebody already cut me off in traffic. I don't, I don't know if I'm a marked man, but somebody with about ten Dallas Cowboy bumper stickers and emblems on the back of their car cut in front of me, and uh, it almost was a situation. Well, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what, when I was looking at
1: that game, I, I was I kind of was rooting for the Cowboys, but really? I felt like the Cowboys was the easier matchup for the Saints oh, to get to the okay, Super Bowl.
0: But then I mean, you want revenge for the Thursday I night didn't game. I don't care about
1: the Rams. I'm just trying to win the ring. The ring is the mm-hmm, revenge. Yeah. But then I was like, okay, if the Rams beat the Saints, I can kind of live with it. I'll be upset, but the Rams are a good team. They were the, you know, they were the second best team in the league. We were chasing them all year, so I can, I can, I can stand losing to the Rams. But it's no way. That I could have lost to the Cowboys in Twice. the Superdome yeah. for them to go to the Super Bowl. Right. I, so they're not risking it all. This, this game would have been too stressful for me. Like this, mm-hmm. I can go and have fun and enjoy it. Even if we lose, it was a great season. We almost made it. Let's get one more guy. We, you know, Drew Brees got one or two more runs in him. I could, I could flip the page and get to Mardi Gras and have a good time. But if the Cowboys. Would have beat us in the Superdome to go to the Super Bowl. That's it, man. It's just, it was, well, I would, I wouldn't have watched
0: the Super Bowl. You don't have, yeah, you, you're not. Unfortunately, you don't have anything to worry about. And we got all off season to talk about the Cowboys. With that, going to wrap up the first half of episode eighty. We have a couple of segments coming up on the other side, and the world famous Lamont Award coming up. Our DJ in the mix, and of course, a word from our sponsor, Cobank Homes. This is the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and KTSURadio.com. Sports Talk with Devin Wade wants to thank our sponsor, Kofi Bankus and CoBank Homes. The vision at CoBank Homes is simple, and it stems from the belief that clients can trust CoBank to guide them to realize one of, if not the single largest investment decision they will ever make, their home. CoBank simply looks to build lifelong relationships through service. They do this by using faith, knowledge, and technology to guide clients through the process of achieving their real estate goals. Be it buying, selling, or investing in real estate, contact Kofi at 832 757 7950. That's 832 757 7950. Cobank Homes through Keller Williams. Eddie Robinson in the building. Didn't run this by you. What's so that? I said I needed a nickname for all of the wonderful folks. You and my brother, Biscuit and Silver Fox, Kevin Allen, even Kalina. The folks who are, they're not necessarily guests. They're just part of the right, part this of community this. that I've created for, for the sports the regulars, world. The regulars. New nickname. Mm. Y'all are the special teams unit, man. The special it, teams yeah, teams each unit. one of you guys has a specialty. Okay. I, I mean, I, I NFL like guy, I like Kevin that. Allen... And well versed in the NBA. I mean, although you, all you guys are interchangeable in some right. in some respects, and biscuit is biscuit. That's my brother. So you, that's gonna be he. He and I have a banter that. Can go pretty deep. Yeah, i we, yeah, we, sat in on one of those. Yeah, 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 it gets it gets personal. I like really. I like that one because me and
1: Biscuit we can handle you. We, yeah, we, yeah. I think we could take you. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: you you you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a
1: pretty much side with Biscuit. You know, eighty percent, and of the time. that's
0: pretty much how it goes. But <laughs> now I want to go to a segment that we call shame shame shame.
1: shame, 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 shame,
0: shame, shame, shame. I charge it to the game, but it's on. Yeah. This is where I give Eddie a couple of choices. He tells me, "Hey, is this a shame, or do you just charge it to the game?" First up, James Harden being seventh in All Star mm-hmm. voting, given what he is doing right now, is that a shame? 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 Or charge it to the game? That's that's a shame. shame.
1: And, and I'm going to tell you why. You know, people think that he's just a step-back three guy. But if you watch him, I mean, he will score 48, 50 points, but he's not trying to. He scores a 48 points, and you don't even realize until you look at the scoreboard, and he works so hard getting to the basket. And when he gets fouled, I'm going to tell you, he gets fouled kind of like the old Michael Jordan fouls. He earns his free throws. Now, you got the little meme where he's shaking the little cup saying, free throws, free throws, give me them free throws. So, I mean, he shoots a lot of free throws, but... The guy goes hard to the basket on a consistent basis. And sometimes he could score 60, but he gets to the basket where he can have a layup and he's doing an alley-oop or he's giving a pass to Capella or something like that. So as many points as he scored, he's truly unselfish with the basketball.
0: But it's kind of – Not it, lately, but okay.
1: Yeah, but he has to. I mean, you got right, you right, have right. The, the, your next two best guys are hurt and Capella's hurt, so you have no choice but to shoot. To me, I don't understand how the Greek freak is a highlight reel. But I watched him play against the Rockets. The guy doesn't have a one-on-one move. If he's not running the court, he's he not very effective. Yeah, I mean, now he's great to watch. I mean, he's—I mean, you'll you pay money to go see him. But as a basketball player, skill-wise, he dribbles real high because he's seven feet. I, I don't see him being the number one vote-getter with LeBron. LeBron so, yes. is LeBron. He has the Michael Jordan, Kobe factor. Yeah, you know, I can't argue with that. You know, but people but, want to see. Him. But for Harden to be six or seven. I think it's almost moment. like it kind of started being like that hate factor. Why? Thing,
0: why? Though. Why is that though? Because even here in Houston, he doesn't get the love that LaShawn got or yeah. Moses Malone got or even Calvin. Well, Murray, and know you know I that, think man. it's
1: almost to the point where Harden doesn't say a whole lot. If you think about it, he plays basketball. He doesn't do a lot of colorful interviews. He's not trying to sell a bunch of sneakers. He's not on a bunch of commercials. He just goes out and plays hard every night. He, his game, the step – I mean, he's – I mean, they're going to have a bronze statue with him doing a step back in front of the Toyota Center because he's he has, like, all the kids on my my son's eighth-grade basketball team, they're trying to do step backs. I'm like, man, you do one more step back, you go step to the bench. But it, it's such an effective play for him because he can shoot so well and he he shoots the three and makes it look like a free throw. I mean, he's just gotten that good with his, uh, his ability to make that shot.
0: It just – I'll say this about Harden, and and somebody else said this. I think one of the national guys said this. What he does is truly amazing. It really is amazing what he's doing now. 21 games, for the last 21 games, averaging over 40 points. points. Yeah. Averaging yeah. over 40 points right. for the last 21. Last two games, over 50, including 58 last night. And with, with, with the loss, though. With the it, loss. Yeah, it's amazing, though, what he's doing. It's unprecedented. I can't think of another run in Houston. Doing uh, with a stretch like this, especially in basketball, you may you you may can talk about Randy Johnson, J, uh, uh, Justin Verlander. Well, the, on, the Rockets had
1: the stretch where they won 25 straight games as a team. Yeah, but right. that was
0: McGrady and y'all. You know I mean right. uh, who cares about that? <laughs> and you, nobody thought they would win the championship. I'm talking about for one individual play, we've right. never seen. He's this in that. Houston. He's that guy. It's yeah. unbelievable, and I don't think that we are appreciating it because I think two things are, uh, can be true about Harden. What he's doing is amazing but he's not my favorite guy to watch mm. because that herky-jerky move and pullback, it's almost like you, you you travel a little bit all the time and you try to bail yourself out by jumping into the defender. I, I'm not a big fan of that style of play. It's undeniable that he's one of the, the hardest guys to over defend. the last generation right. to guard. One-on-one. One-on-one is hard. Who,
1: who would you pick? You would, you had to go with Harden. Who else? Now you say he doesn't play great defense. But he selectively plays defense, and he'll turn it on defensively when he has to. Like, I think if he was a guy who was only asked to score 20 points, he would be a defensive all-star. You know what I'm saying? He would he would make the defensive team of the NBA. But that's not his game. But he shows you flashes of it when he has to, because he actually gets a lot of steals. He has really quick hands and anticipates well, but... I mean, I think his effectiveness on the team is, is undeniable. The next thing that he has to do is have to take it to the NBA Finals and win a final. And I think that may be the only thing to get people and that's on the, the, the hard bandwagon because people now, yeah, that's great during the regular season. He'll get tired and get worn out by April. Which, and,
0: and, and we're worried about that here. As Houston fans, you already are worried, like, how long can this go? Well, you what he,
1: you're what you're hoping is that when the guys come back right. that they're in a the position where he can get extra rest and try to re, you know, recharge his battery for the second half.
0: And that's hard to do down the stretch in the West where you're yeah, going to need be tight. Dude, you're yeah. going to need games every single night. We've seen with LeBron out Lakers is not even in the playoffs right. right now. Uh, but, but again, I'm going to say for Harden to be seventh in all-star voting, that's a shame, That's shame. That's bad. Shame. That's bad. Uh, next like, who's up, a, who's ahead of him? I mean, you know, I mean a lot of people. <laughs> Just I guys. Mean, but, yeah, anyway, a bunch yeah, of people, yeah. But next up, shame, shame, shame a charger to the game. The Rockets and Brooklyn combined for over 100 three-point attempts last night. The Rockets had 70, 7 three-point attempts in the game that's the NBA record combined. I think that's the individual record as well. Unbelievable. Is that a shame, shame, shame or charge charging to the game?
1: Yeah, hey, I think I, I was listening to Chauncey Billups and those guys, and they were saying that Steph Curry basically changed the NBA. That that one year where he won the MVP, where he was just coming across half court and just throwing it in the air like a circus shot, and he was just making a, just a super amount of three-pointers, I think what it did was it opened up the coach's eyes to say, we need to shoot more three points. Like the three is actually worth more than two. And I
0: think. Well, it was the, you know, it's the analytics guys that got onto that. Derrick right. Morey and the Well, and what, ilk.
1: what happened, and that's why Carmelo's not in the, in the league anymore, because this was the guy who would have a move off the three-point line and shoot a long two. And so now I think what you're seeing from the Rockets analytically, you either take a three or you take a shot in the paint. A long two means nothing. Because right. the chances of you making that long two is not much better than the three. So if the percentages are about the same, you're shooting 30% from the long two, step back and take the three. All right? And so the risk is worth it. So I just think it's a change in basketball, and I don't know if we're ever going to go back to and We talked about that last time with the big power guy, the Akeem You know those guys who you throw it in the paint and you wait for him to do his move. Even the David Robinson, you do the move one-on-one, you make him double, then you kick it out for the three. Well, you're not going to see that anymore because people are so worried about the three. If you ever can get a dominant big man in the paint, then it will eventually it will happen. A yeah, team, a team happen will again. go back to It's kind of cyclical. Hey, yeah, but yeah. right now we're mm-hmm. – yeah. All on, let me shoot the threes. And what happened was, remember it was always, hey, you can't win the finals. You can't win a championship by shooting threes. Man, yeah, well, Golden, Golden State's the won three out of four. So once right. they started winning championships, then everybody said, oh, you well, can't yeah, win a championship by shooting. Barkley yeah.
0: was infamous for saying that. that yeah, was you can't win. Cause, yeah, can't... going
1: down the stretch, that the, 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 the three-point shooters, you got to win a championship by defense and having a big man. Right. And, and I, think, so,
0: I think that you will – it's a copycat league, like you said. Yeah. And if MB if they pounded low to him, and and he goes unstoppable, on, un- unstoppable. Right, right. And you just don't. But I think Dirk Nowitzki, though, that he changed the game as a seven foot shooting three pointers. He and these long, tall guys who with range shooting range that changed the game as well. But the analytics guys took over. I'm gonna say, unfortunately, you charge that to the game. But it's all in and, and the game. I just think that that's kind of the way we're going right now. I don't know how much I don't. You, you like the you, style? Do you like it?
1: I I like it. I mean, well, I I would say I'm probably more in a mix of I I still like to have the big man. I like to go into the post. Like I've I've taught my son all of the post moves that I learned from Akeem Olajuwon right. back when I was beat at, at the rec center over mm-hmm. there off. Of, What's that, the fundy rec oh, Don't yeah. don't <laughs> act like you raised no hell on that fundy now. Come on. So, Look, that's less than not Don't tell nobody nah, that, man. We used to go up there back when I was playing, and I was just working on defense. I, ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I was working on defense you and, just getting, working out. and getting yeah. rebounds, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you see all those guys in there playing. So, I mean, but – I still appreciate a big man who has a drop step who can make a move up and under. So I like that part of
0: the game. Me too.
1: But I'm enjoying that things are wide open. They're playing good basketball. I mean, ideally, I like the ball to move a little bit more. When Harden takes all of the dribbles, 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 yeah. But it's, it's just where we are right now. He's so talented. He's the only guy who can sit there and hold the ball for seven seconds and still end up scoring, you
0: know. And, and see, so. I think it's good that basketball has opened up for a lot of small guys now. Like, everybody wants to be the next Steph Curry. Now you got a bunch to little guys that make get you a shot. you can shoot. Yeah, if you yeah, can shoot. Yeah, All and right. then you're, you're expanding the court. But I think, like I said, like you like the heavyweight champion to be the baddest man in the world. You still want to, on a big body down there. That's why Zion Williamson is capturing the imagination of yeah, so but many Zion people. Yeah,
1: Zion Williamson wants to be a point guard. He doesn't yeah, He doesn't want to go in the post but either. He wants huge. to sit
0: there on the outside and cross
1: people up. And do right. every, he doesn't like to get in the post. Yeah, you but know? he's
0: huge, and I think that people like a big guy doing big things. Yeah, but even the big guy has to do the outside thing. So it,
1: it, it we'll see how it evolves.
0: And finally, in shame, 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 a charge to the game, Game. Kyrie Irving calling up LeBron to apologize. Oh, that is so disgusting to me. But what's your take? Well, I mean, I I say I don't think it's a shame, shame, shame. It's
1: definitely a charge to the game. And i tell you why. But it's all in the Because if you look at Kyrie Irving, the way he said it, it was like he realized that now I'm in charge of this team. Like, I'm the guy that's taking the last second shot. I'm the guy with a ring on my finger. They're looking at me to get them to the promised land. And I'm but looking I at. I don't
0: think they are. But go ahead. But they
1: are. But what he's saying is that these young cats, these little new jacks, they want to go straight
0: to being me without going through the process of being me. They did. They went through the process last year without him coming to it in one quarter, going to the NBA finals without him. But
1: they didn't. So they. to so the yeah, point. And the, they want this year. The yeah. point that it, what he's saying is like, let me show y'all the way. And but he's recognizing say. He's looking back, even though you say, well, he only he's only been in the league, what, six, seven, eight years. But he's looking back, like he said in the interview, when I was that 22-year-old guy, even though LeBron had been to finals and won the championship, I want to be the guy taking the last shot. I want to be the man right now. I'm better than LeBron right now. I should take the shot, you know. And so you got to respect that now he's like, man, you know what? I should have been a little bit more humble when I was that 22 year old guy. Like I'm asking these guys to be humble. I can't really fault them because when I was their
0: age, they did this. I did the same thing that they did. So, so. this is why this is a shame, shame, shame. But you could charge it to the game of the NBA these days because it's a lot of WNBA going on in that league. First of all, if you really are sincere about apologizing, we shouldn't even know about it. Or if we do know about it, it shouldn't come two days well, after you cussed out the team. He didn't tell public. you
1: exactly what the he the, did. You know, it's, it's right there. I saw mean? the video, and when the guy said, "What exactly did y'all talk about?" He said, "Well, I think I just told you what it was about. I don't need to go into the details. That's he person between the that's person but between, he between me and LeBron." He don't, no, it
0: wasn't that personal because she just was, told it, everybody. It, no,
1: he sad. didn't tell. It you might just have just been. It might have said. been some other stuff that we did not Whatever. know. He you know, about
0: some freaks or something.
1: Yeah. He uh, that's all. He, hey, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant told everything and blamed it on Shaq. Like, yo, Shaquille did the same thing.
0: So I mean, right? He didn't say all that. You know, that was very. Very move. That was not cool. Exactly. But no, you go in on your teammates publicly, Jalen Brown pushes back on that, and now it's like, oh, these guys just don't relate to what when you're the alpha male. You're not LeBron, and they did work without you. And lead by example shit to a man's dog mouth That's so, what you so, need to do. So you
1: think that it's a situation where somebody needs – because everybody's saying that they have too many number one. Somebody has to be traded it's, from yeah, Boston.
0: Yeah, they got – their rotation is screwed up, man. You got – think about it. You got Rogier. You got uh, Haywood. They so
1: which they one can on? the Rockets get? That's all I want to know. Which, which one can one do we get? I'd want? I like Haywood, actually. That'll
0: be the one you can get. Right. You, you got to have
1: the guy who can shoot the three and do – you,
0: know, you got to shoot the three first. If you come to Houston, you can't shoot the he, three. Why he are you would be here? be the guy – to get a lot of people saying maybe they can and he can some bring space. some defense and, and Anthony Davis, your guy you talked about last time, could go AD. to Boston. Nah, I don't think he go to yeah, Boston. He go to Boston.
1: He'll be a Rocket too. They all they're all gonna be a Rocket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were blind by fandom. But I'm, no, I think you, I'm still it, mad at LeBron James for not coming here. And and, and and here's another move that happened in the NBA that got on my nerves. That is really a candidate for the Lamont Award, and that's Dennis Smith Jr. In his little funk, mad cause Doncic, Doncic or Doncic whatever his name is but Dallas, yeah, Luca Doncic. He's nice. I and, like him. Really, really nice. I like his game. Oh man, he he came over and he took Dennis spot shine. All right, and so and now Dennis Smith Junior is in his feelings. Hey, Dennis and Smith Junior, about, about to get traded. He, he, yeah, he's not showing up. Yeah, he'll get up.
1: sent home. He better appreciate that good job. But this is what he did.
0: <laughs> he had his agent call in sick for him. I mean, you're grown ass man. What do you have your agent calling in and saying to you? Well, but my thing that the the agent
1: is an enabler because you should tell him, hey man, call him yourself.
0: Handle it like right. a grown man. Right. We saw it again with uh, my man uh, from Houston, uh, the, the big guy from the Clippers, who didn't, who just didn't answer the phone for the uh, Dallas. Who my? Th- well,
1: Vince Young did that too. He disappeared.
0: I I, oh, I think. Oh no, you don't start with that. I think. Oh, see you. You're every, a Jeff you're, Fisher you're, guy, you're Everything yeah. Houston.
1: The man disappeared for three days. Not three days. But but two days. nights, two right. nights and one day, I, I he disappeared. Hey,
0: Jeff gonna put him out there like they can get um, Was what, what's, what's, what's the my mail. guy
1: Brown the one uh, Antonio Brown? We gonna talk about him next. Disappeared for three days. See, I'm gonna tell you the problem is these cell phones. Back in the day, you had to have conflict resolution in person. Now you Maybe have conflict resolution through sending a text message. Yeah, yeah, that's that. <laughs> look me in my eye and tell me right. what you did wrong. Don't send me right. a text message with a with a, a sorry with a sad face with eyes crying. Right. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> so, Probably me in person.
0: Let's go to our final segment. Well, I, I collectively, our final segment. Balling or falling? I'm going to give you a choice of player situation team. You tell me if it's balling or falling. Jalen Hurt leaving Iowa, Alabama to go to Oklahoma. Is he balling or falling? That is definitely balling. Balling.
1: And I'll tell you why. I mean, the guy has done everything he could do at Alabama. I mean, what you going to do, sit on the bench again for one more year and hope that the starter gets hurt? Then his little brother is there, so if he gets hurt, they're probably going to go to the little brother and sit you down even more. But now you have a chance to go to the Oklahoma coach. I don't know his name. I just, you know, watch teams. But Riley,
0: Riley, Lincoln Riley.
1: Right, right, Lincoln Riley. The last two Heisman Trophy winners were coached by Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. So you're not just looking at college. You're looking at, can I get ready for the NFL? So if there's ever a, a quarterback whisperer or guru who can get you ready, then this is the guy. And you can go and have a pretty good team. Who So you're going to a team that's going to allow you to compete for a national championship, but I think most importantly, a guy that can train you and show the NFL scouts that you can be a top 10 pick, which he's already throwing the ball a lot better than he was in his first couple of years. And so now with his running ability – and with Raleigh there, I mean, it, I think it was a great choice. It was time for him to leave Alabama, and I don't think any of the Alabama fans can really be upset with him unless he beats him in the national championship. Right, right,
0: and, and I agree. I, I agree with you. He's balling, and I tell you what, his, you know, his dad, they're from here. His his older brother actually played at Texas Southern, mm-hmm. so it, it, they were, you know. So TSU was an option. That's what you're telling maybe, me. Maybe, hey, hey, I Coach can't McKinney wait to. I him. can't
1: wait to one of the super huge. D1 PWI players come back to a Swack or MEAC school. It has to happen, whether it's basketball or football. I'm talking about a difference-making player where everybody can say, wow, this guy, I can't believe he went there, but now he's putting up Steve
0: McNair-type numbers. Yeah, it may happen. If you had to guess, would that happen in football or basketball first? Probably basketball, I'm thinking, but you it's think? it's it's
1: hard to say because basketball. Say for example, if you have a guy like that who comes to Texas Southern, you can put up great numbers and you can go to the NCAA championship. Right. right. Yeah, so that's think, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. biggest difference. With football, the most you can do is go. You know, great thing, but you can just go to the bowl game. You but know, you can stack up some great numbers. Ball. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can stack up some great numbers. But the and, thing about it, I would only do it if I was a quarterback or maybe. Right, maybe a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Or Or, Or, a a dominant wide receiver, something like that. We're the right quarterback. Right,
1: but the thing in basketball, you can still play against the big schools, and so you can still get the notoriety of beating those big schools in the preseason. So it's Right, right.
0: You get some shine, national shine. Okay, next up in balling or falling, Antonio Brown being with the Steelers. Is that balling or falling? I
1: think that's falling. And I'm going to tell you why. Listening to all the reports, I don't think the Steelers are going to put up with that much longer. And you can say, you know, Ben Rothersberger probably should get some of the blame also. Yeah, he should. Maybe even the head coach cuz he didn't nip it in the bud. Although I don't i don't I'm really, a little
0: less reluctant to I don't really blame
1: Tomlinson because I think I think the situation was so toxic that Thomson did a great job of getting it to this point. But at this point, I mean the the the, the golden rule of football is show up on Sunday. I don't care what you do during the week. If I got to come get you out of jail 5 o'clock in the morning, be ready at noon to play football. We can figure the rest of the stuff out later. And so the golden rule is to be ready for me on Sunday. And as a player, I can't trust you that the next time you're going to have a BF you know what I'm saying, it was an itch fit, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that you're not going to show up again on Sunday. Right. It's like, dude, it's not even about the money. It's about me and you having a chance to win a Super Bowl. And once those pages fly by, you can never go back to 2018. Pittsburgh Steelers had a legitimate chance to get in the playoffs and maybe win a Super Bowl, but you're over here having some personal thing where you don't show up. Like, as a player, I don't want you on the team. As a fan or a coach, I can't trust you. So at this point, if I'm the Steelers, I'm cutting my losses. I'm getting rid of the dude because if he bit me once, he's going to bite me again. And now that he has leverage to know that I did it and you didn't even suspend me or fine me or nothing, you just talked about it in the media and I'm back on the team, oh, you can guarantee he's going to be twice as worse.
0: I'm I'm like you falling. I I think the renegotiating the Roethlisberger's contract to try to create some space – He's done. That's the
1: just in case. He, he's done. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think that they take the, the cabinet and get rid him of him to go. Yeah.
0: Finally in balling or falling. Nick Foles being the starting NFL quarterback next season. Is that balling or falling? I think that's
1: falling. I- Keep and everybody may not agree with, me, but I'm still I'm still burnt by this Cody Carlson, the Commander. Oh, I, I, you I, went I'm, way I'm going way you went back. Yeah, hey, I like, No, it's even further than that. I went. We went from '92, '93 in the playoffs. I mean, it was two of the, the worst losses in playoff history. You know, they they, they both still hurt me today. Right. With Warren hurt Moon me. as the quarterback, I'm a
0: native Houstonian.
1: But then you trade Warren Moon because you think the Commander. Nah, it's that's ready. Not why. They traded Warren Moon because they thought the commander was ready to be the quarterback. They said, listen, they signed a commander I'm in 1994 it. to a big-term contract. Right. We go to Indianapolis, the first game of the year, the commander gets hurt. Cody Cross, great guy. But the commander gets hurt. He doesn't play anymore that right. year. To say that he retired at the end of the year. Then he was shooting wildlife safari pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and Warren Moon goes on to throw for 5,000 yards right. for four more years.
0: Well, you know, and my
1: point is, being the backup is one thing. Being the starter from day one, week to week to week where the pressure is on you, it's a different experience. More and everybody enough, can't he handle was the
0: that. Starter with, with Chip Kelly. He was the guy and he got he, he was he was balling out. So he- Okay,
1: but you were on a Super Bowl quality team with a Super Bowl quality talent. So it depends on what team he goes to. What type of players you have? What type of system you have? There's a lot of different things. Like he's been, he's been a, doing a great job of keeping the seat warm. Like you can't even argue no, that he he's more than
0: kept the seat warm. Right. More than the Super Bowl. I mean, and you wouldn't be upset if they would keep him as the starter. All right? And, and, I wouldn't. I don't. People in Philadelphia, I don't know how they feel about
1: it. Right? And that's the whole point. You are backup for a reason, and some backups are good for two games. Case Keenum is a backup who's good for eight games. But the it's a different between. So we, nah, you want to? we need to go keep the go go cool go cool. Yeah,
0: if you So start Kate, down, okay, no, no this, So
1: this how, I'm talking about what GMs. This how GMs do. They say we got a backup. How good? Okay, he can get us through two games. All right, we know after that that we on. All right, this guy here he could get us through six games. This guy here get us through half a season. You know, and I think this is a guy who can get you through half a season. But I don't think he's a guy that can be a starter from week one to week sixteen and into the playoffs. That's a different type of guy. Pressure's so,
0: on every week. So I think him being a starter in the NFL is balling. I think he will start somewhere. Pick him on your fantasy team. I
1: mean, he'll be a starter, but I'm talking about at the level that he's playing now. Well,
0: he's on a uh, well, he's in the worst division you in football. You can't say the same thing I just said, man. Say something but no, else. He was in the worst yeah. division in football. On a good
1: team. Is that a good team? It's a good team when you look at personnel wise, who they have on offense, defense, etc. They have they they have they have a
0: playoff yeah. caliber they roster. Comparable teams in that right. quarterback, he can go to Jacksonville, and that's I think Jacksonville if they out of their heads, and he can, get he they can they go get, to Denver. Well, Denver's enough. Take Case well, nah, Keenum spot. Case Keenum, See, nah, we good. Case hey,
1: out. Wait, anyway. so you and Case Keenum, what's that? You, I mean, y'all, hey, y'all hey, used to y'all to go play at, at Herman at Park at the golf course together and with Travis y'all, with <laughs>
0: y'all, and Beyonce, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to the Lamont Award. I don't want to wish you no bad luck, but I hope your ship sinks. With no lifeboat and no life preserve and a school of piranhas surrounding you, you, you big dummy. And what was Lamont? Oh, he was a
1: big dummy. A big
0: dummy. Yeah, that, that was my so show right what there. What I do is I pick out somebody and uh, and that give them an award for being stupid. Like I told you, Dennis Smith Jr. was a nominee. He didn't get it, but i tell you who did get it this time. This time, I'm giving it to Blake Griffin. And you said, why do you give it to Blake Griffin? Well, the other night, the Clippers, or actually, Detroit played the Clippers for the first time. I guess maybe for the first time. And the owner of the Clippers, Steve Ballmer, was in the audience and tried to uh, was on the floor, tried to say hello to Blake. Blake w- walked kind of towards him and then took off running you know, to sort of show him up, mm. which, again, that's childlike for a grown-ass man to mm. behave in such a manner. So you want to go in on him, and you want to do that. But here's the deal. This man gave you, before he traded you, gave you a $170 million contract guarantee. Mm. So you want to go out Baker Mayfield on him mm. and blow him off like you're an 8-year-old child because your feelings got hurt. This man gave you generational wealth because a lot of other teams wouldn't have gave you a $170 million And you can't, as a man, even Baker Mayfield shook Hugh Jackson's hand. He wouldn't go in for the hug, but he gave he he shook his hand. He gave him the respect of the handshake. Even reluctantly. It's a business. And these cats, especially in the NBA, it's a lot of real weird behavior going on in the NBA with how they behave. They're not acting like grown men. And because you refuse to just shake this man's hand for two seconds and you run away like an 8-year-old for that reason, you are a big dummy. You big dummy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I tell you what, I would I would have to agree with it. That was totally uncalled for. You know, like you said, you know, one thing I have to go with with Dr. Doom, Robert Brazil. People always talk about Bud Adams. Every time somebody says something about Bud Adams, Robert Brazil said, hey, man, the Adams family has been great for me. All of his checks always cash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So the $170 million, if for no other reason, you have to say, hey, you know what? Appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity. Pat him on the back. Keep it moving. That's all a guy had to do.
0: Yeah. And like I said, you know, $171 million contract and you went to go, you, you know, you graduated from Baker Mayfield High School and you think you somehow showing him up. What these guys don't know is, hey, man, life is long. And have a relationship with a with a billionaire. That's important. That's important. Where you can kind of get past your feelings, and you know, maybe you know, life is long. You may have to work with him again. So with that, before I let go, before I let go, before I let go,
1: hey, any final thoughts from you before we get out of here?
0: Who that? Hey man, who
1: that say they gonna beat them Saints? Who that?
0: So who that? Ritual (laughs) pregame ritual. (laughs)
1: Nah, well, me and my dad actually, we we drive, we park in the same spot, it's the same guy. We walk through the same set of steps. So it's it's kind of like, we just get there. I mean, it's such a family atmosphere in the Superdome. If you see the guy with the big boxing gloves with the, with the afro, I look cool. he goes right down past us. And Elvis is right there. And uh the guy with the umbrella. So every, it's like it's the same people in the same section, it's the same Usher. She's there every week. You give her a hug, she give you a kiss on the cheek. It's like, it's just a family thing. So how I can't does, wait. What's dad doing with? it? How excited is he? Oh, he's he's excited. He was here this week for my son's basketball game. So it's the whole city having pep rallies all week. And, uh, I mean, it's just going to be second lining in the street. I may I have a plane ride to go there on Sunday morning and I have to come back that evening. But I, more than likely it's MLK Day on Monday. If we win, I, I'm going to stay there Monday. I, I, you can't leave the city after after we're going to the Super Bowl. So I, it'll be great for the city. Of course it'll be great for L.A. But L.A., do they really need a Super Bowl? There's so nah, much no. other stuff going I'm, on. I think this would just be uh, just great for the city. It brings everybody together. I don't think people realize when a sports franchise is winning – It's, you know... Every is is no uh I mean racism. They only, they, they only yeah, gonna shoot you once in New Orleans, yeah, well, it's no, the world. no. The, the, they ain't gonna
0: shoot you five <laughs> times. They just shoot you. Once. I mean, the
1: police get an easy
0: job. It's like they say,
1: it's, it's no burglaries, it's no robbing. everybody's saying who it's that. You robbed. know, it's black, white, uptown, downtown. It don't matter. Nine ward, six ward, seven ward, thirteen Holly Grove. Everybody's in it together. So it's all we all who that's for that one three hour period. Now right. after that, you get on Bourbon <laughs> Street. Better watch your pockets, you know. Yeah. So, but I, I I'm I'm looking forward to the game on Sunday. So. Hey, and and and, I, the, and the most important thing, you know, the team that the Saints hate the most is the Atlanta Falcons, I know. and vice versa. So that I sent you something on Twitter. about Yeah, that. the Atlanta Mayor even came out and was like, "Anybody can come to the Super Bowl except the Saints." So in the worst nightmare of a Falcons fan, tell me what are the two teams that you would not want to come play in the Super Bowl in your city? One would be
0: the Death Cowboys, number one. Well, number no, two, no, and number no, three. no.
1: One would be the Saints because that's the team that you hate. The second, well, one, yeah. the second one would be the Patriots because that's the team that beat you. <laughs> so And so if the Saints and the Patriots were to play in Atlanta, for an Atlanta fan, it's like, just kill me right now. <laughs> like, cancel the game. I don't even want to have a game. <laughs> that would so. be
0: like the Cowboys in Tennessee playing in the Super Bowl in Houston. In Houston. Oh, that would be awesome. Exactly. So That'll it's so funny.
1: Horrible. So I've been killing. So really, my biggest motivation out of one of the biggest ones is just to, for the Saints to go play in the Falcons' new stadium for the Super
0: Bowl. That'll just be funny as, uh, as I'll get outside. Hey, man, well, hey, thanks so much for coming by. Of course, I uh, want to thank you guys for tuning in. want to remind you guys, catch me on Twitter at Wade's Word, W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D, and catch Eddie at EROB50, uh, all lowercase, EROB50. And if you want to give him a hard time about the Saints, you certainly can. Want to remind you guys, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and very soon, a website that will have all of those things. And also, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group on Facebook. Hey, want to thank all of you guys. Want to thank our DJ and our sponsor, Cobank Homes. And as always, have a great day.